0: Please I like Oh, I'm glad.
1: Father, we thank you, Lord. There's, a, there's no mountain, Lord, that you won't, you won't pull down, Father, no strongholds that you won't tear down tonight. God, your word will bring forth as it is promised in your word, Father. And we're so thankful tonight that we serve a God that's willing to do anything and everything to ensure that his word will be made manifest. And we just invite you tonight, Lord, you'll give us words to speak. Lord, it not be the words of a man, but Father, you would come and you'd anoint my lips, my spirit to get out of the way and allow you to move and orchestrate as you will tonight. Lord, you've seen the, the many hours we had put forth in this study, preparing for this moment. So Lord, I'm just inviting you now that you would come. Lord, you'd do your part as I've done mine. And Lord, you would anoint the ears of the hearer tonight. Lord, that we can hear what the Spirit would have to be said. We just commit ourselves to you tonight, Father. What a great opportunity we have to serve you. Just trust that you'll speak now in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have your Bibles this evening, we're going to look in several places of Scripture tonight. We'll start here in John, John 1, very familiar Scripture reading for us all. Trust you've had a good week so far. All right. Well, praise the Lord. Some of you have. Some of you still figuring it out. That's okay. That's what the midweek is all about. Still trying to figure it out. The Bible would tell us in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And in verse 14, notice in the word That was in the beginning, that word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You can have your seats this evening. And I just want to speak to you just for a little bit. Let me start my timer. I want to speak to you on the word we'll bring forth after his kind. Notice, after his kind. So the Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So let's turn to Genesis and go back to the beginning and look at some scriptures here. in Genesis 1 verse 11. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass and herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind. Whose seed is in itself upon the earth and notice now, and it was so, so God Spoke the word, and the word was so. So God honored his word. He believed it when he spoke it, and it manifested. And the earth brought forth grass, verse 12, and herb yielding seed after his kind. Take notice how many times in this short passage he says after his kind. And the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind, and God saw that it was good. Verse 20. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that he hath and the fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great wells and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind, and God saw that it was good. Verse 24 And God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures after his kind. Cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And verse 25, and God made the beast of the earth after his kind and the cattle after their kind and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. So now God has created He's created all the animals. He's created all the botany life. He's created everything. But there's one thing missing in God's creation. He is yet to create an image of himself. But we find here in verse 26, God was not yet done with his creation. He says, now God said, let us make man in our image. Notice, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. And so God created man in his image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them, and God blessed them. Another scripture reading, Romans 8 and verse 11, before we get started this morning. This evening, I got enough pages of notes here. We can start this morning. <laughs> Romans 8, 11 says, But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the Spirit, notice, that dwelleth in you. Amen. This whole going to be all right tonight. So we're going to speak to you just for a little bit. The Word, now notice, the Word will bring forth after his kind. So when we look in John and we find it says, In the beginning was the word that, Brother Brown tells us now, he said the root form or the root from which we get the translation for word is logos. So in the beginning was the logos. And the word logos means a thought or a concept. It, was, it has a double meaning. It means thought or speech now. He says, look, think about it. Expressed thought becomes a word. He goes, isn't that wonderful and beautiful? John says that the concept of God was expressed in Jesus. Then we find in the seven churches that he said, then we come to Jesus, the Logos. He was the perfect and complete thought expressed and he became known as the word. See, that is what he is and he forever will be. But it says He has chosen us in him, Jesus, before the foundation of the world. That means right with him in the mind, in the thoughts of God, before the foundation of the world, you and I were in God's thoughts. So that gives an eternal quality to the elect. He says you can't get away from it. So if we look at that, we were chosen in him, in Jesus before the foundation of the world. And we go back to Genesis. God said let us make man in our image. So God already had in his thoughts. God already had in his mind. And now not only was it in his thoughts, now he spoke the word. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. So what does that mean? That means that we're just as eternal as Christ is eternal. But Because when God saw Christ, he saw you in him and he chose you then and there. And then we find in Ephesians 1, he says, Blessed be the God, our Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. And we know that heavenly places is the believer's position in Christ. Notice now verse 4, according as he has chosen us, so now we're chosen in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy without blame before him in love having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. So the word of God, no matter how long it may tarry, no matter how long that seed may lay dormant, that word is going to come to life. Because God has already spoken that word. And we know by the teachings of the scriptures that the word of God shall not, will not return to him void, but it will accomplish that which it was purposed. And the message is the spoken word. Now, Brother Branham would take from the spoken word is the original seed. He actually goes into Genesis 1 and it begins to start at the creation. And he says that spoken word is the original seed. So when God spoke in the beginning, he spoke you into existence though you didn't come to the seventh church age. God already knew the thoughts that he had for you. See, he said the word of God is eternal. God being infinite, he cannot speak one thing and later change and have something else, a better decision. Because every decision of God is perfect. See, once his word is spoken, it can never die. It lives on and on and on and on. It can never die. Because it is of God, his word can no more die than he can die. And I'm here to tell you tonight, you cannot die because you're yoked with him, because when he thought of Christ he, he put your name there with him and therefore that word that spoke Jesus is the same word that's speaking life to you tonight and you can't die no matter what comes your way no matter how the enemy attacks you no matter how he buffets you you're going to outlast the enemy because you were a very, a very thought in the mind of God before the foundation of the world before mama and daddy ever thought of conceiving you were in the thoughts of God And those thoughts are eternal. Hallelujah. So once his word was spoken, it can never die. It lives on and on and on. He said, that's the reason we find in 1 John. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. And the word was made flesh. The same word that was spoken in the beginning with his eternal purpose came over and was made flesh and dwelt among us. It was God's word. So when a man is born of the spirit of God, he becomes inwardly, he becomes in the image of God. Thankfully, it's an inward work first that flows on the outside. We sing that song, Jesus on the inside working on the outside. I'm glad to know it's not Jesus on the outside trying to get to the inside. But it's Jesus working in the core of our heart and the soul realm to do what? To manifest that word so that that seed that he placed there before the foundation of the world when it comes in contact with the word that is being preached in this hour, what happens? That seed begins to to quicken and become alive and then now that life of Christ begins to flow out of you. It's not something, brother Mike, that you gotta work it up, something that you gotta go and and you gotta practice and you gotta make yourself perfect and and do a bunch of do's and a bunch of don'ts and oh, I gotta be legal here and I gotta be legal. It ain't about working your way to heaven. It ain't about working your way to God. No, the work has already been done. God had placed a seed on the inside. All that you gotta do is believe that the word is for you and let that word quicken that seed and that life on the inside of that seed will begin to manifest in your life. So we find now the word the world was made by the word of God. Those pews that you're sitting on tonight was made by the word of God. You said, well, God made the pew. No, God made the wood that made the pew. He spoke trees into existence. And so God believed his own word and his word began to materialize. And if he can do that for a tree, what about for you and me? What about for your, 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 your sons and your daughters? What about our prodigals? Some of you are so worried about your prodigal, about your son, about your wayward daughter. Think about this word. The prophet of God will tell us in one, one place, he said, a son of God can go a long time before he ever recognizes that he's a son. Do you realize that there are seas in the world today that have been, that's been around for 2,000 years some 10,000 years, a seed laid dormant for 10,000 years, but once that seed is put in the right atmosphere, once that seed is put in the right position, in the right climate, in the right anointing, in the right water, in the right everything, that seed begins to manifest the life that was on the inside from the very beginning. And what am I telling you? It may be a bar room, but God can still quicken the seed. It could be in a car after somebody just cusses and man swear. it could be right there, dealing there that the life comes inside that vehicle and quicken the seed. It could be a water tower. It could be somebody trying to commit suicide and the voice drops down and says, turn your car around. What does it do? It quickens the seed. They may go years. Brother Branham, when he went beyond the curtain of time and this young lady came up to him, oh, our precious brother, And he said, you don't remember her, do you? He says, no. He says, who was that? He says, she was past 90 when you led her to the Lord. Look how long that seed lay dormant. But I'm here to tell you, a praying mother and a praying father was praying for a 90 year old. But at the right time, in the right atmosphere, that was life that was already inside that seed. Let me tell you, that seed couldn't go to a sinner's grave. That seed couldn't go to a devil's hell. Because why? Because God has spoke that seed. And that seed had life in it. And he'll bake up heaven tonight to make sure that that seed of his will come to life don't worry about your prodigal you commit them to God and trust that they are seed and God will do his part notice he said let the earth bring forth and the earth brought forth let it bring forth everything after its kind this word kind there is species Now I'm gonna go through some definitions and I'm not trying to belittle anybody here. So please know that I'm just working on my teaching skills. So this word kind means species. And the phrase after its kind means that like produces like. Somebody should say hallelujah. Like produces like, kind produces kind. Species produces the exact same species. They don't intermingle with one another. So the theory of one species being developed from another species is denied. We find that it's been exposed because see God created every species distinct from one another. Botany life does not intermingle with fowl life Wells of the ocean do not intermingle with mammals that walk upright. I know I've been... But we find here that everything produces, increases, and multiplies after its kind. If you want rice and you plant rice, guess what? You're going to get rice. If you like mangoes and you plant a mango tree, you're going to get mangoes. And if you or a human, and I trust that everyone that's here tonight is, you're going to bring forth more human life. You're not waiting for the sonogram to find out what kind of animal you're going to have. Because you know there's a law that's been placed and it's put parameters out there that species must bring forth of its kind. You're not worried about bringing some other form to life. You know that I'm a human, therefore when I conceive and give birth, it's going to be another human. So nowhere in history of this planet that this law has ever been challenged or changed because God set the parameters in the beginning. And we're still, notice now, we're still true sons and daughters, are still holding true to those same parameters. But we understand that the devil has came in this age to disrupt the plan of God. So, notice now, it's God's ordered system instituted and established by him at creation. It cannot change because God's word cannot change. It's already been spoken. I say hallelujah. No matter how I feel, it ain't based on how I feel. I'm a son of God no matter what. I'm going to be in his image. No matter what I've done, it doesn't matter what I've done, the blood pleads that, the blood clears that, the blood acts as a cleansing agent, acts as a Clorox. You can take that Clorox, the blood of Jesus Christ, and put one sin in there and it abolishes that, that sin and it goes all the way back to the head of your accuser. So we find now life comes from the seed. Amen? Whether it be botany life, whether it be animal life, whether it be human life, all life comes from a seed. Now, notice what is a seed? Every seed carries within it all the potentials and the promise of what it can become. All seeds carry within it all the potentials. See, my son has potentials, he's already outgrown those potentials. I'm five foot six and a half, and some of you may question that. He's five foot eight, five foot nine. He's outgrown those potentials, but everything that's in me is in him. So we find, so notice the seed carries the prototype of what it will be. The seed is basically a copy. Notice now, a seed has all the information that it needs to grow into a complete healthy plant, healthy animal, or a human. So everything replicates of itself. Everything replicates after its own kind. That word replicate means it's going to be an exact copy, an exact copy. How many have ever seen twins? They're an exact copy. Maybe one slight difference that you really have to pay attention to. And if you're the parent, you're the one that knows. Otherwise, you're calling somebody by their wrong name. Because it's replicated as an exact copy. So the life is contained in the seed. And that life, once it's manifested, produces fruit. Take, for instance, an apple seed. Every apple that's ever in that seed, once it's planted and grows into an apple tree, every apple that will ever live on that tree is in that seed. I'm trying to tell you now, every attribute of God is already in you. It's all laying there. It's just got to be quickened. It just got to be coming to the presence of the Lord coming to the atmosphere of the Holy Ghost and allow the power of God allow the anointing of the Spirit to rain down on that seed don't push back on the anointing don't push back on the seed or the, the rain but allow the rain to come and quicken the seed and you know, the brother Brown will tell us in one place give the seed the word test see what they believe see if they're seed or not if you can receive it it shows that you are sons and daughters of God and the quickening power And if the spirit of Christ be in you, it will quicken your mortal body. So we think about human life. You and I are created in the image of God. Amen. I know some days you wake up and you don't feel like it. Some days you just don't feel like a son of God. But nevertheless, the word is already spoken. Every seed is going to come after his kind. God is going to have seed. Notice you are created to function in his divine environment. God created you to function in the realms of the supernatural. We're not only a mass of flesh. I know sometimes we feel that way, don't we? You have a bad day, you're discouraged, you're depressed, you're beat down with anxiety and fears and you feel like nobody cares, you're not good enough, you're never going to amount to anything. You just feel like just a great big blob of nasty flesh. But you're not. The Bible tells us that we're spirit, soul, and body. We are a powerful creation of God. We're the highest form of God's creation. So notice now, every trait that will ever be manifested in the life of a human being is already in the sperm. Every attribute. The color of your eyes, the complexion of your skin. Now I know some of us, we try to go to that tanning bed and we want to put on that nice tall, darkened hat. I'm already, I'm wiped out all the way around. Short, stumpy, and cute. There ain't no tall, dark, and handsome here. I done missed all that. I got in the wrong line when they was passing out genetics. But we find everything is already in that sperm, in that seed, the color of your eyes, the complexion of your skin, the color of your hair, how tall you'll be. In my case, how short you'll be, how much hair you'll have or not have. Notice also your personality, your makeup, whether you're going to be somebody that's going to be loving and gentle Or mean and stern. Firm and hard. Or somebody that's driven. Or somebody that's lazy and lackadaisical. See all these attributes are already in the seed. And the seed determines the attributes of what that individual becomes. So now I'll say that to say if that's the natural seed and the natural seed possesses all the attributes that lays in the individual, what about the spiritual seed? What about the seed that God deposited inside of your heart before the foundation of the world? If... That seed that's natural can determine everything about you. And I say, what about the seed of God? When that seed has been quickened, then everything that God was, it's already in you just waiting to be manifested, to be sons and daughters of God, to have overcoming power, to have the word at your fingertip that you can speak, and the word will manifest just as if you're the same as Almighty God. So notice, now remember, the seed carries the potentials. And everything that God is, is potentially in you, waiting to be expressed. tells us in diseases and afflictions, he says, every life, every bit of life there is came from a germ. You yourself are from a germ of life You came one time, you were just a teeny little germ so small that you couldn't be seen by natural eye. But you came from your father. You See, nothing, your mother's blood at all. The blood cells come from the male sex. And then from that germ, it becomes to multiplying cells. And everything is after its kind. A germ from a dog will bring forth a dog. A bird will bring forth a bird. And a human will bring forth a human if nothing interrupts it. It's going to take my time this evening. So, the word of God is a seed. We find that in Luke 8 and verse 11. It said the seed is the word of God, and the seed is planted in the ground. If that seed is watered, it springs forth to life. If it's, German, if it's a germantized seed, notice now, then, if the seed has fallen into your heart and you'll water that seed by faith, it'll bring forth just after its kind. That's why some of you need a camp experience to get in the right atmosphere so that that seed can be quickened. So some of you need a church experience so you can get in the right atmosphere. I know sometimes it's hard to come to church on a Wednesday night after working two and a half days or three days and you're worn out and you're tired, but you do that not to see everybody, I hope, but you come because why? Because you need parts of that seed to be manifested to bring attributes out of your life and he needs you to be here because somebody is going to manifest the very attributes that he has and so in order to express those attributes you must get into an atmosphere to where those potentials can be developed but Brother Bam will say it takes the spirit of God the seed to give eternal life he says whoo my enough people think Brother Bam didn't get excited they ain't listening to the same tapes that I'm listening to so now Every seed after its kind and you cross that seed up, it cannot bring back to itself again. So he begins to go into high breeding, And we find in Genesis 3, the first act of high took place then and there when Eve believed the lie of the serpent and took his seed into her womb. And once that seed came into her womb, therefore she stepped out of eternity. She came into an atmosphere of time. And now no longer could she bring forth other spoken word. Now she was going to bring forth of human desires. So now this word hybrid means, it means An offspring of two animals or two subspecies, two different breeds, two different varieties, two different species, two different genres relating to or produced from parents of different species, variety, and breeds. You say, well, how in the world did that happen? God made it. He made a law. Everything is going to come forth after its kind. But the serpent was so subtle. He was so much like man, but he didn't have a soul. And we find in the message, condemnation by representation, the serpent was a man and the blood of an animal won't mix with the blood of a human. No, sir, but this species was so close between there till he did mix and Satan knew that. So sin did not start in heaven. It began on the earth. He was kicked out. Talking about Satan. And there, there was nothing else that could get into. The animal was too far from him. So the seed would not mix. So He got into the serpent, which was being more like man. And when God cursed him, he put him on his belly and he changed every bone in him. Science is still trying to dig up those bones to find that missing link. But he says, now the serpent was most subtle and he most shrewd and cunning wisdom, smarter than any of the other animals. He was right next to man, the most subtle of the beasts of the field. So why did Satan do that? Because Satan was trying to stop that predestinated spoken word seed from being manifested in this hour because Satan was there when God said, let us make man in our image. Satan was there and he knew the purpose and the plan of God that God intended and had desires to have a family. In order to have that family, he was going to have to bring seed and he was going to to quicken seed and that seed was going to have to manifest the very attributes of God and Satan, right? there he desired to pervert the family of God he desired to prevent those seeds from coming to life so he was there and notice he injected his own seed into humanity so he couldn't create but he could pervert and so because he couldn't create he got right next to man took on that image began to speak lies to Eve Eve Stepped out from behind the word, her protection, and she believed the lie of the enemy, and she received his seed into her womb, high bread. So now, we're living in the day of the greatest perversion of humanity, an age of great deception. How many can say amen to that? Man wants to be women. How many of you men want to be a woman? Please don't raise your hand tonight. Please, 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 please. Women want to be men. Notice now, children, they want to be cats and dogs, zebras, giraffes. Where are we at in society? And not only that, but the sad part is there's laws that protect and support this type of perversion. And it's not just centralized in the United States, but it's a worldwide perversion. See, Satan has implemented forced sterilization, which allows individuals to reassign their gender. Or oh, Excuse me, let me back up. I misread that. That's the transgender movement. But forced sterilization targets minorities and those, that, with, those with disabilities. So it comes in and you can, if you were a minority or if you had a disability, you can sterilize yourself or the government will sterilize you so that you don't bring forth more of your kind and 31 states already have laws that are for forced sterilization. But Satan just didn't stop there. You notice one thing, he had the homosexual agenda, the LGBTQ and it's got every XYZ there with it. And he wasn't just satisfied with that because now those, even though they were homosexual, if they decided to get their hearts right and God moved on them, they could come back and they could still produce seed. But the transgender movement, what happens there is that you wanna be a woman if you're a man and you go and have a surgery and you have a sterilization that comes upon you. What is the whole attempt that Satan's trying to do? He's trying to block the seed of God from manifesting and now he's doing that by sterilization so that you can't bring forth. But God's word has already been spoken. God is going to bring forth of his kind. He's going to have a bride and she's going to be bone of his bone, life of his life, power of his power. She is going to be him and ain't enough devils in hell can stop it. You can sterilize everything you want but this bride is coming forth she's going to manifest this word and the word is going to bring forth sons and daughters of God notice now today children children today can choose their gender based on how they feel versus their natural sexuality that they were born with. This is all in an effort to destroy the predestinated seed from coming to life. Satan is adamant that God will not have a family. But God is more adamant that he will. Satan is adamant that he's going to block that seed. But Satan don't have enough. He don't have, I'm looking at seeds right here. I'm looking at sons and daughters of God right here. He don't have it. Why are you here tonight? Notice now. In John 14, the Bible would tell us in verse 10, believeth thou not that I am in the Father? And the Father in me, and the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. For verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me in the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. So the works are the fruit. So the works are the fruit bearing witness that you are, in fact, an offspring of God. It is proof that you do believe. And the message, the spoken word is the original seed. But the Bible says, now works manifested See it's the same for it's the same word if you want to do the works of Christ do the same things that he done he that believeth on me and the in my works what is that believeth? Now, notice what this believeth means. Believeth that he is the original seed germ that come. Otherwise, he's saying you believe it that he was the original seed that was planted in the Garden of Eden. You believe that and you'll also find yourself in him because when he spoke that seed, he spoke every seed here tonight. And you got to find yourself in the same works that he did. You're going to do also and greater because now it's a multi-member body here tonight But we find Eve hybrid and she mixed it and she crossed the the species line and it's caused every heartache, it's caused every ambulance, every hospital that was ever built, every doctor's clinic that was ever built. It was all because Eve took in a lie of the enemy and anytime you take in the lie of the enemy, it causes the seed of God to be malnourished or it stunts that seed from growing. That's why we got to pull down imaginations, pull down everything that exhausts itself against the word of God and allowed that word, his word, to manifest in and through your life. So he was God made flesh, speaking about Jesus. He died in order to pay the debt of your high breeding. I say, thank you, Lord. I couldn't pay my debt, but he paid it. I didn't have enough money, enough credit, enough this, that, or the other, but he paid my debt. And now I have become him. He took my sins and I could take his righteousness. So the word is a seed. And as long as it's laying there, it won't do nothing. You put a seed up here tonight. That seed will stay there and lay dormant, 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 dormant. But you put that seed in the right ground. Put that seed in the right atmosphere. Give that seed the right amount of SU in light and see what happens to that seed. That's why the Bible will tell us if the spirit that was in him be in you, it's gonna do the same thing it did to him. It's gonna quicken that seed. It's gonna quicken your mortal bodies so when God, Brother Graham says now, when God was made in his first bridegroom he was made the bridegroom first and he was both man and woman in the spirit formed in the dust of the earth to make him material and notice now when he made Eve from Adam, he took not another piece of clay but he took from the same piece of clay the same word for Adam was the spoken word. Notice you're not to create another, another piece of clay but you came from the very heart of God and God spoke when God thought about having Jesus as a son and, and he will be the savior you are a part of that same clay that same that same humanity or that same uh, spirit and so he spoke this, and he said he brought Eve outside or from Adam a real from Adam and what did he do he created him a helpmate he wasn't another piece of clay or, or she wasn't another piece of clay she was from the very substance that Adam was from and I'm going to tell you tonight brothers this, you are from the very substance substance that almighty God is from you're from the spoken word of God and the spoken word is the original seed and that seed is going to manifest so the bride must also be flesh of his flesh bone of his bone then how is this mortal flesh going to become his flesh because it's going to be his spirit his spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead is also going to quicken Our mortal bodies, and raise us from the dead. And John 1, we find here in verse 10, said, he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Now, we read earlier that in the beginning was the word, the logos, the concept of God, the perfect concept of God that was expressed. And now we find that he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world didn't even know him. He came unto his own and his own didn't even receive him. But, come on, everybody looking at the screen. But as many as received him, received what received that seed, to them gave he the power to become sons of God, even to them that believed on his name, which were born not of blood, nor the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. See you're born of God when you're born again. So the spirit, the spirit doesn't quicken every seed. It only quickens the predestinated seed. You' this man, I mean, that's why you need to run around. Why are you here? It's because you're predestinated seed. I said, the spirit doesn't quicken every seed. That's why you see perversion out in the land. That's why you see transgender and the transgender movement and the LGBTQ movement and all this movement and you hear this this shooting here and this shooting here and this here and this here. That's not predestinated seed but I'm speaking to predestinated spoken word seed tonight. That's why you're here because the Spirit has quickened that seed and it's bringing that seed to life. Oh, you may not be where you want to be but look back over your life. At least you ain't where you used to be. God is Gonna work in your life and God is here tonight to continue that work to bring that seed to full manifestation. I say oh glory to God tonight. God ain't done with me yet. You're still working on me. I'm here Lord to display the attributes of my heavenly father because you predestinated me to be a son and daughter of God. Those that were in the thoughts of God in the back part of his mind, that's who the spirit is coming to quicken. Now, I know there's people, they don't believe in predestination. Shame on them because the Bible does. Notice, the predestinated one, of course, like the seed that laid upon the earth, the one that had life in them. Many of them were dead. They were just rotten seed. Water's drawn through it and burned them out. But you know, there was a real seed laying there. For the life God knowed it was laying there, the predestinated ones are the first to be quickened by the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit comes to claim its own. Justin, that's why you couldn't go and keep going the route that you was going and living the life that you were living. That's why it had to be an intervention. When you said, "Well, that's because a little a little 16-year-old girl came forward and had prayer, yes because God quickened the life on the inside of her to cry out for you because God had already deposited inside of you that seed gene of life and no matter how far you ran you couldn't run past the hand of God but with the hand of God couldn't reach down and bring you back in your pajamas and you've been different ever since the same those old desires that you used to have you don't have anymore why because God came down and he quickened the seed brother Philip you was looking at a water tower that water tower changed your world it wasn't a water tower it was a seed on the inside you ran from god and ran from god and ran from god but god deposited a predestinated seed and that water tower took that, that 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 blindness off of your eyes that amnesia that you had and it broke the sin that was on your life and it quickened the seed that was on the inside and why are you here tonight because the seed brother mike has been quickened by the message of the hour That's why we're here, because seeds, sons and daughters of God, have been quickened, and the word is bringing forth. It's bringing forth. It's been spoken. Hella high water, sons and daughters of God will be manifested in this hour. Somebody's going to take a rapture. It's been spoken. The sun was sent across, S-U-N, was sent across earth not to bring rocks, which was dirt also, to life. It was not to bring all the dirt to life, but it was to bring the part of the dirt which was enclosed around life. We wonder why sometimes life is, life is awful. Man, don't you ever feel like dirt is just pout all over you? Okay, maybe I'm just let me get a mirror and I'll just preach to myself. Man, you feel so overweighted. I'm like saying everything is on top of it. Satan trying to cover that seed up. Depression, anxiety, fears, nervousness, heartaches, uh, heart trouble, and all this cancer, all this one thing after the other. To do what? To stop the seed. I say, pile it on, big boy. Because all you're doing is creating the right atmosphere because all I got to do is come into the presence of a living God and let the sunlight of that word begin to speak because already you done put me in the right atmosphere. I can't get no further down than I already am. Now I'm looking up. What am I looking up for? Because I'm looking for the sun the S-O-N to quicken this seed and draw me up to himself so that what was inside of me is going to manifest out of me. Oh, what am I telling you tonight? I'm telling you no matter what you're going through, no matter how stooped in sin you may be tonight, God has deposited a seed there and there ain't enough devils, there ain't enough sin, there ain't enough unbelief that can keep that seed down. God has determined that that predestinated seed will manifest I say glory to God tonight hallelujah brother and sister Say you don't have enough to keep sons and daughters of God down we're coming forth the word is bringing forth sons in this hour oh hallelujah excuse me for my excitement no you don't I'm happy this way You know, I, going to my study. As I was looking at this, I said, "No, don't get excited. Don't get excited. Slow it down a little bit." I'm sorry. It excites me. My goodness, some of y'all don't know what I used to be. My mom and dad were here. They'll tell you what I used to be. God'll tell you what I used to be. But see, God don't even remember that anymore. Nor does he remember what you used to be. He don't put it, as we heard on Sunday, it's in the sea and it's still falling. Yeah. Everything that you were is still falling. All those sins are still falling. All that unbelief is still falling. Why? Because God is manifesting. Notice now what he says now. So it didn't, the sun, the S-U-N, didn't come to quicken the rocks. It didn't come to quicken the dirt. But it come, notice now, it come to bring the part of that dirt which was enclosed around the life, otherwise around that seed. And not all men will receive Christ, oh no, but those which were ordained of God. See, it's housed around some of that dirt of this earth. That's the one that he comes to quicken. They're the ones now, that dirt will lay there in the sun, Brother Mike. You know what that dirt will say? Man, this is Louisiana. It's too hot. That rock, that rock is, oh, it's just too hot in Louisiana. It's a hundred degrees, and that ain't even with the heat temperature or the heat index. But what does the seed say? The seed says, that's what I'm looking for. Oh, let let me tell you. Some people want to say, oh, this message is too tough. This message is too scorching. This message is too hard. But that predestinated seed, that's exactly what I want. That's exactly what I need. I need it hard. I need it tough. I need it right. I need it firm. I need it right in the middle. I need it to quicken me. I say glory to God tonight. Quicken us, Lord. It ain't too hot for me. The sun was sent to quicken the seed. And God sent us a message to quicken the seed. That's why not everybody can receive it. It's not for everybody. So don't go out of here tonight thinking that you're not seed. Go ahead and pull that lie down speak about Cain and Abel somebody's always gonna be the Cain I'm not preaching a Cain tonight I'm preaching to Abel I'm preaching to sons and daughters of God think about Judas and Jesus oh I'm gonna be hung upside down and I'm Judas no you're not Judas quit thinking that I would say negativity but y'all take me wrong if I say that word at least some of you will But no, get the negativity out of your mind and allow the word to quicken. Allow the word to penetrate your complexes. Allow the word to penetrate your unbeliefs. That yeah, I am a son of God. Yeah, I am a daughter of God. I may have been drifting. I may have been going through life for a long time. But something speaking to your heart tonight, what is that? That's a word. That's a S-O-N, trying to quicken the seed that's on the inside. He's going to quicken that seed. Fight all you want, kick all you want, scream all you want, but the seed is coming. Come on, mom and dad. That seed is coming. That prodigal is coming. That wife is coming. That husband is coming. That mom is coming. That hu- or that father is coming. No matter how much they kick, how much they scream, the word has already been spoken over them. Hella high water. Let me tell you tonight, it's coming because God's word will not, shall not, and cannot return to him boy. I say, oh, blessed be the name of the Lord tonight. We're children of the most high God and God has got our back and he's the host of the captain of the Lord's army tonight. And no matter what we face, how we face it, the word of God will defeat Satan anytime, any place, on any condition. I say, back up, Satan. Sons of God are here tonight. We're here tonight to do one thing, to manifest the life of the seed. My, 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 I'm probably on page two. Notice now. Brother says the Holy Spirit comes now. Of course, why won't all people receive it? It wasn't sent to them. See, God told me, I don't believe. I don't care what you say. If you could raise up the dead or anything and heal the sick and prove it anyway, I still don't believe it. I said, certainly not. You're an unbeliever. He goes, notice, he says, now it don't mean a thing to you. It wasn't sent to you. It was sent to those who will believe. See, the message is to the believer, to them that perish is foolishness, but to them that are in Christ and part of that seed is life. And we find in Matthew 24 and 24, for there shall arise false Christ and false prophets. And they should show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they should deceive the very elect. Now notice, this is in take on the whole armor of God. He said, better be careful now. The Antichrist shall be so close to deceive the very elect. What is the elect? When the light shines upon the S-O-M or the S-U-M shines upon that that governed by the botany life, it'll come to life. And when the SON of God shines on that predestinated seed, it will come to life that quick. He's just as soon, I don't care what state of life, it might be a prostitute, it might be a drunkard or a gambler, it will shine at that minute. As soon as it strikes him, deceive the elected, if it were possible, but it's not possible to deceive the elect. Notice he come to redeem or to bring to life those predestinated seed that God seen before the foundation of the world. And he put their names on the Lamb's book of life. And there, notice now, there in the earth without a hope, he came not only to be a blessing, but to bless that predestinated seed. And if that seed wasn't on the earth, it couldn't live. It had to be on the earth. Also oh, dermatized, no matter how long it's kept in darkness, it'll come forth when the S-O-N shines upon it. Notice he He come to share it with us. I say, oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. You wasn't looking for God, but the S-O-N found you. The S-O-N came down and broke the shackles that was on your life. And now you're sons and daughters of God. Don't fear anymore. For every foreordained, predestinated seed of God shall come to life. When the light spreads across it. I know I share this all the time, but I was driving 120 miles an hour. I didn't care to live. I didn't know there was a seed on the inside. I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I didn't grow up in the message, but God planted a seed there. And a voice came down and said, turn your car around. Because why? Because he was gonna manifest. He had a job. He had a purpose. He had a mission, he had a desire. I'm gonna use you. I'm gonna use you to destroy Satan's kingdom. I'm gonna take your passion, I'm gonna take all that screaming, all that slobbering, all that spit, and I'm gonna use your gift. I placed a gift on the inside of you before the foundation of the world. Only thing that I gotta do is quicken that seed. And when that seed catches a hold of this message, oh, watch out, Satan. Watch out, Satan. The sick will be healed. Satan to be cast out. Signs of wonders who's going to follow them that believe. What am I telling you to say? The same God that did that for me is the same God that's here for you tonight to quicken the seed. You may be going one way, but all it takes, just like that. But whenever the light strikes on that predestinated seed, It will come to life. Yes, indeed. You can't keep it. The solar sun up there, the S-U-N, has control over all botany. When the seed is laying there and that sun strikes it, it has to come to life. And the S-O-N of God is the controller of all eternal life. Musicians, make your way, if you would. And if you got a seed of life in you, brother, when the S-O-N strikes there and shows you what he is, it comes to life. There's no way of keeping from it. So I ask you tonight, why are you here? Not just in the four walls of this church, but why are you here? Why are you around this message? Why do you follow it? Why do you put efforts and drive 10, 11, 12, 13 hours to go to meetings if it's all fanatical? Why are you here? Sister Alicia, or Sister Felicia, I don't know where my mind was going on that one. Sister Felicia, why did you and Brother L pack up? Why did you pack up everything that you knew? All your comfort. Family telling you, warning you, don't go. You're going to go over there and be a part of an all-white church? Are you serious? What are you thinking? They wasn't thinking. The seed was being quickened. Jay, think about it. All your buddies and all your friends back in Mississippi, what, what do you come? All your white friends, cousins telling you this and saying this and saying that, you know you're black. You can't be around all them whites. In the natural, that's true. But the seed has been quickened. That's why, Jay, you can travel hours in a group of all white boys. And go to a camp meeting. Or go here. And go there. And not feel one ounce of racism. Because they love you just as much as you love them. Because they're not looking at the color, of your, the color of your skin. They're looking at the content of your heart. And inside of that heart is a seed of God. That's been quickened by the word of the hour. Brother Lingo. Why are you here? Think about it. For years. An alcoholic. An alcoholic from a kid. What was you, eight years old? 10? Ten? 10 years old, you drank for 30 something years, wasn't it? Smoked, drank, party for 30 something years. You wouldn't have gave him a chance. I wouldn't have gave him a chance because we can't see what God put on the inside oh I'm so glad sometimes church we just God looks beyond the natural eyes God looks beyond our humanity but yet before the foundation of the world God deposited a seed on the inside of Lego strong he put a seed there on the inside and at a funeral service it was look, it's an unexpected place at an unexpected time God came down and spoke to him and quickened that seed and that's why he's here tonight because God made a promise, I'm going to bring forth, no matter what it looks like, no matter how it feels, no matter how forgotten you may be, I'm going to manifest my seed. And it wasn't only for you, but your son James. And he thought he was just coming to work. Oh, James, look what God has done for you. If there was no seed there, there would be no there would be nothing changing on the outside. But because there was a seed on the inside and God begins to work from the inside, he begins to manifest from the inside, he begins to materialize himself from the inside and then the outside begins to display, I am a son. I am a son. Oh, you hear the word about cutting your hair and all of a sudden come back the next day, 16 years you had long hair. Oh, totes, cut it all off. Oh, you ain't had it short in a long time, but you like it. And we like it too. Why? Because you're displaying the attributes of a son of God. I say, oh, glory to God tonight. Same wants to tell some of you you ain't going to make it. He told you, Brother Roger, you ain't not going to make it. You're just going to sit there all alone. But God put a seed there. And at one point, at one service, you came by. Say, I'm going to try out even like Tabernacle. And you've been here ever since. Why? Because a predestinated seed was the positive for the foundation of the world. That's why we're here, church. That's why we're here. To manifest. Oh, look, we don't manifest our own ideas. There's enough of that in the world but we're manifesting the attributes that lay in the seed. And everything that Papa is, everything that he is, he poured it into the Logos. And when that Logos came forth, he said, let us, let us make man now in our image when the sin man has gone away, I'm going to have a bride. She's going to be bone of my bone. She's going to be flesh of my flesh. She's going to be power of my power. She will be me. And i notice, the church ain't bringing it forth. Baptist ain't bringing it forth. Pentecost ain't bringing it forth. Denominations ain't bringing it forth. Let me just say, William Branham ain't bringing it forth, but God is bringing it forth. The Word is bringing forth of His kind. Aren't you thankful tonight? Aren't you thankful that you're His kind? When you tried to quit, you can't quit. Aaliyah, when you tried to walk away, you can't walk away because you're His kind. The thoughts of God are eternal are they not? You're just as eternal as God is eternal. You can't quit. You can't walk away. You can't give up because it ain't you. Won't you bow your heads for a minute? Maybe you're here tonight and you heard something through all this screaming and spitting and slobbering. Maybe something spoke to your heart. Some said you're a seed. You may have gone a long time. You may have drifted a long time. You may have made a lot of bad choices. But you're a seed. If that be you tonight and you just want to slip your hand up and just nobody looking around, just slip your hand up and say, God, I'm hearing it tonight. I'm hearing it tonight. God sees your hands. God sees your hands. God sees your hand. I'm seed. Your seed no matter how you feel, no matter your discouragement, no matter your trials, no matter the things that you have done, you feel that tug. I'm seed. I'm seed. Father, you see every hand that was raised to you tonight, Lord. Lord, you see I spent many hours today studying or preparing for this moment not sure how the service would go, but trusting and believing. Lord, I believe tonight that sons and daughters of God, some of us may have struggled, Lord, over who we are. We may have struggled, Lord, because of our complexes and our makeup and our humanity and discouraged over life and what life has done to us, Lord, broken homes and parents separated and Lord, all kinds of things. Lord, we laid in the dirt life wasn't fair but nevertheless Lord no matter how much the enemy piled on us no matter how hot it got Lord there come a rain there come an anointing there come a presence Lord and to begin to quicken that seed and I ask tonight Father you quicken every hand that was lifted to you tonight and Lord even that one that didn't raise their hand tonight and you know who that one is Father I ask that you would quicken that seed. Let that individual know, Lord, that they have not gone too far, but with the mercies of God are not right there behind them, ready to overtake them tonight. I ask, Father, in this atmosphere tonight that you'll anoint every seed of God, every child, every son, every daughter of God tonight. May they come to their position. And may this word that you have sent us in this hour For this message is Christ, and it was Christ that was in the beginning, the Logos. And when you came forth, and you were made flesh, we were right there with you, Lord. We're just as eternal as you are. Lord, what a wonderful revelation that we have tonight. Knowing that we didn't call ourselves, we didn't make ourselves this, but you did. I ask, Lord, you'll know in every heart that's here. May they manifest. Lord, may they manifest tonight all the attributes of that predestinated seed. In Jesus' name.
0: Thank you.